All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with The Pop Health Show. And the show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. And uh, I'm really super excited to have Chris Woodmeyer on the show. So Chris is the CEO and founder of uh, Penrod. So uh, Penrod is a system integrator. They do a lot of CRM solutions, uh, Salesforce implementations, or big Salesforce partner. Anyway, I'm not going to steal Chris's thunder. Really enthused to have you, Chris, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this. Absolutely, absolutely. So as, as am I, and you know, I'd love to hear. I know, I know, you know, we um, we. we We've, uh, we've talked a lot about your background. I'm always really interested in hearing about it. But maybe for our listeners, maybe you can teleport us back and, and tell us where it all started. Maybe what are the series of events that have gone on through your life that have led you to become the person you are today? Yeah, no, that's, that's a deep question. But uh, <laughs> got into technology when I was pretty young. I was like 12, my, uh, I, 12, 11. I got my first computer. And the first thing I did was go right into how to make things happen in it. So how to program and things like that on the computer. And I lived kind of in the boondocks of, uh, of my neighborhood. So I didn't really, wasn't able to go, you know, hang out downtown with my friends because I was, I was, I was across a highway, a major highway. So I spent a lot of time, especially in the summers when school wasn't going on, on my computer and, and, and doing a lot of online internet type things. So really learned how to do like C++ programming. I uh, actually had a, a video game I was playing that's, that, that went, went away. It was this online game, and I wanted to recreate it. So that's when I learned how to do C++ and graphics programming. And then that led into more web-based programming and, and just built a passion for, for building things. And programming was one of the easier ways for me to, to build things. And I was able to use a lot of logic, which I've always appreciated. Mm, mm. No, I, I love it, Chris. And yeah, you're taking me back to, to my, you know, IT days where I started off doing C++. And uh, that's awesome about the, <laughs> the games, too. I grew up playing um, a lot of RPG games and video games. But um, no, this is awesome, Chris. And so uh, I guess from there, you know, obviously on what you're doing right now and what you see happening in healthcare and obviously being a strong Salesforce partner, um, it's drawing you a lot to focus on on health more than ever before. I'd love to hear a little bit about you know how you look at health, um, maybe from a, from just a natural standpoint, from an IT standpoint, and just like what are some things that have you excited today about about the healthcare market? Yeah, so at a young a young age, I got kind of you know some you know I was got, got thrown into the healthcare world. My brother, my younger brother, was born with spina bifida, so. Um, I, I come from a lower lower middle class family, and so we didn't always have the means for uh, for what that meant and the, and the cost around that and the patient experience. But we had a really good hospital system in Milwaukee that we were able to work with, and I spent lots of time in the hospital system seeing what had goes on at a very young age. My brother unfortunately spent quite a bit of time in there when he was younger, just kind of that navigating that that world of having a, a child with a disability my mom had to navigate so what that kind of brought up to for me was i always had this kind of passion for how can you make the patient the patient experience better how can you bring a better patient experience and i didn't, never really got to realize that until i started getting into uh into, into penrod so prior to penrod i was more focused in the retail space but we had an opportunity when i started the company uh early on with some uh, payers in the dental space and that was kind of our our, our start into healthcare and really seeing the opportunities for where you can have a digital, you can put a digital impact into healthcare and really transform companies in the way they're, they're working with their patients. 
you know, at first we were just building out how you change the customer service and onboarding from a payer space all the way till years later now, we're building solutions that help bring medical device manufacturers closer to their patients, obviously improving the way uh, hospital systems and clinics are working with their patients. We did a really cool project with a specialty pharma pharmaceutical company where instead of just selling over-the-counter medication or just selling medication and waiting for them to come refill, they were actually taking their patients on, um, on, on care plans. They were the ones who were facilitating the care plan and helping those patients make sure that they take their medications, that they're, if they need to wean off them, they're working with them on that and, mm-hmm. and, and lifestyle changes and everything. And this was a pharmaceutical company. It wasn't even a clinic or a hospital. So oh, really wow. cool, really cool forward facing things like that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Now that's exciting about the pharmaceutical element too. And I appreciate, um, um, you know, your story about your family and your brother. Um, and you know, obviously you've had a, you know, ground level view of, of, of the healthcare system. Yeah. It's super exciting segment with pharmacy, um, in this modern world. And obviously you guys are benefiting from that and seeing that, um, you know, one element as you're, you're speaking here that I'm thinking about is, you know, you growing Penrod, right. You're growing a, a pretty big team, you know, pretty rapidly here. And, and so congratulations on the success and growth. Um, I can imagine you have to focus on, you know, culture and the well-being uh, of the team and be deliberate about, you know, the, the well-being and, and, uh, and health of your employees, uh, as well as yourself to stay resilient, right? You, you, you have this resiliency about, in your voice, you have this resiliency in your leadership style. Maybe you can speak to that a little bit. I'd love to hear about how you've been growing the team, how you think about the well-being of your team, and how you stay, you know, resilient as you're growing the company and the culture of Penrod. Yeah, so it's definitely an important aspect of of, of our company's culture is that well-being mm-hmm. side. And I'll be honest, we can still do a better job at it. But where we do try to, you know, get people to do is make sure they think about deliberately think about taking time off work. Um, obviously, in the consulting business, that's always kind of a challenge with the amount of projects you have, but we try to push everyone to take a minimum of a week worth of vacation every, every quarter to make sure that we're trying to, mm-hmm. we're really trying to disrupt some, you know, burnout, which leads to just some, some mental fatigue. And, and that's never good for, for, you know, your, your personal and professional life together. We, uh, we, we've taken a really good uh, approach to insurance where we pay hundred uh, percent of our insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, the individuals who work here for the for those individuals who work with us because we don't want them to have to think about the cost that goes into insurance decisions and stuff like that because it, to me part of part of your 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 you know what you need to do as an employer is really support your people so they can focus on their work and focus on their personal life and not have to think about things like how am I going to afford to start a family you know just the medical bills that can come with that how am I going to afford to maybe go through uh, an elective surgery that that I otherwise wouldn't have. So trying to support them where we can there. And as I said, we can always get better at that and things like that. We're also big on gym memberships. So we offer and pay for gym memberships where people don't have access to them. So in our WeWorks, people have the gyms on site, but in some of our other offices where they don't, we Mm. support the payment of the, the gym memberships to make sure people get some time to just go kind of burn off some steam and keep that physical activity going. Especially in a business where uh, we spend a lot of time, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Now it sounds like a great place to work. It sounds like you're you're doing a lot, and obviously, you know, I'm sure your employees appreciate the the great benefits and the focus on well being. You know, obviously, you guys you guys are you know growing tremendously. 
Um, let me ask you, Chris, um, you know, when it comes to doing your work and applying it to healthcare, you know, so many different, like, you know, IT flows and changing status quo and, you know, hospitals wanting to improve things. Can you speak a little bit about, um, the opportunities you see to, you know, improve workflows through technology, right? You know, you've been a technologist from the beginning. Um, can you, do you have some illustrations or some examples on, you know, ways you've been able to, you know, help clients in healthcare so far? things that you help them save, you're helping them save time or money and, and how so using technology? Yeah, I think there's two really big places that we see some really neat opportunity. We implement some really cool projects is first off is just the access to data nowadays is, is so much different than it was even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so being able to pull from all these different data sources, working with research companies, it gives you just a, a lot of data to help you make decisions within your own organization and not just with data that's your organization's data. You can start using external data. You know, population health has never been, has never had more data than it has now to be able to make real cool decisions on social determinants, things like that. Um, so we see a lot of opportunity there where you can you can service a population through the data and, and, and really bring a, a rich experience, which goes into the next piece is, is the individual experience that we can bring to a patient now through technology and engagement. It's just so much different what the expectations of a patient are these days. Right. Different channels of communication. One patient's going to prefer text. Another patient's going to prefer email. A third patient will prefer prefer phone. You really have to service every channel. You know, telehealth creates a whole new avenue for individuals who, one, maybe have fear of just being in clinics or hospitals, or two, just aren't in areas that have quick access to hospitals or clinics. And it's very inconvenient for them to get to those those places. You now have these new these new technologies that are popping up that give you access to healthcare that we never had before. And we mm-hmm. get to implement that stuff into all different solutions, whether it's mobile or or browser based, which is really fun. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's a tremendous amount of opportunity. So much data. It's uh, it's excited to hear exciting to hear about your success and what you guys are doing and some of these use cases that you guys are bringing to this, this modern healthcare world where you know social needs, social determinants of health, um, you know patient engagement, consumerized health is uh, is now being welcomed, right? You know, and so you have decision makers and have this new mindset to be value based, value focused, and um, so it's exciting that you guys are you know really leading the charge. Congratulations on the growth of what you're doing at Penrod. Um, and um, I guess uh, what I'm really curious on, Chris, is you know everything that we're doing right now in health. You guys are doing, we're doing a health hero. Um, you know, it's really shaping. We're at the forefront and center of a lot of these topics that you know, if implemented. Um, you know, in the right way with the right organizations can shape up for an interesting future, whether it's for payers, for providers, for pharmaceutical. Um, I'd love to hear about how you think about health in the future. What do you see happening? You know, uh, where would you like Penrod to, 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 to be, you know, in a, in a part of that narrative in, the, in healthcare in the future? So maybe you can uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the future of health, uh, according to Chris, you know, what do you see happening? So love to hear the uh, the Nostradamus uh, view. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have a I I think value based healthcare is mm-hmm. a really interesting topic, especially when you start mm-hmm. looking in a world that's talking about you know Medicare for all and things like that. Whether or not that happens, it'll all still come down to one thing: is it, what is the value the patient's getting in the end? 
Mm-hmm. So how, how do we start to focus? How do we start with a value-based care approach or mindset and then get everyone around the patient to be partnered together on that value-based care and not just the hospital systems having a, 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 you know, a piece of it, but it's the providers, the payers, the medical device companies that are building the technologies to help drive that. All of them are participating in this value-based economy for patients bringing higher quality care to patients while also, you know, hopefully, you know, reducing some overhead costs because of the way we're, we're approaching care. And so I think there's a lot of excitement, exciting opportunity there to watch those partnerships build up. And I think that's where companies like ours come in into, into the fold. We're really focused on being the, the best in class technolo- technologists for healthcare, for healthcare. And that's all parts of healthcare pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. medical device companies, providers, payers, and really being, and we're coming in and consulting to, to work with these companies on how they can build out best practices, be more efficient, but then take the best in class technologies like Health Hero, like Propel PLM, like Bridge Connector, tools like that in Salesforce Health Cloud, and bring all these things together into a, 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 you know, a platform that truly engages not just your patients and your, and your physicians, but also your, your, partners and constituents that you're working with, uh, you know, payers working with med dev companies and, and physicians working closer with payers. I think that all just creates a richer environment, but it starts with technology and starts with the ability to really share that data and share that process. I love it. I love it, Chris. Now this is, it's super exciting and it's, it's great to hear your illustration of how that's unfolding and, you know, seeing it unfold and you guys being at the forefront and center of, of these innovations and, uh, you know, marching towards his future, Chris. Um, so I guess, uh, you know, well, a couple things. What, you know, obviously I want to be sensitive to your time. I didn't want to take up uh, too much time on this episode. As you know, these episodes, they're, they're quick, they're punchy. We make a couple of important points, but most importantly, expressing your background, your passions and your origin and kind of your why is what I'm listening and hearing the most out of, out of this talk is, is, you know, why you got started in this area and why you're passionate about it. Um, it's also super exciting to hear about what you're currently doing at Penrod, how you're growing the company, what you guys are focusing on, and how you're you know really building that future. And maybe that's the title episode of this episode. Um, but uh, Chris, uh, my very last question for you is, you know, if our listeners would like to get in touch with you either through social media directly, or you know, if if you're if uh, we have some hospital administrators or payer uh, executives that are listening to the show and they're curious on how Penrod can help them, you know, um, you know, what's a good way to to reach out to you or engage with you on social media if you'd like any of those to happen? <laughs> yeah, so I'm mostly active on Twitter, and uh, it's my last name, so it's pretty easy. So W I D M A Y E R is my Twitter handle, and that's where I'm the most active for sure, and. Uh, very easy to reach on there, either through, uh, you know, an ad mention or a uh, direct message. Awesome. Well, Chris, it was um, super exciting to have you on the show. It was great to, it was great to have you in, the, in our office last week. Um, really excited what you guys are doing out in the market um, and uh, really enthused to continue to work with you guys. And, uh, but most importantly, thanks for being on the show to tell your story, uh, speak your truth, um, share what, you know, the future looks like. And uh, again, congrats and, you know, wishing you all the best and success at Penrod and love to have you back on the show as you, as you continue to grow and, and uh, grow the company and healthcare and stuff. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Anthony, and thanks for having, having me on the show, and uh, look forward to uh, a future podcast where we can talk about more. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Chris.
Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks.